Do you need to leave the light on when someone leaves the house? If questions like this have crossed your mind, then you're in good company. Today we'll be taking a closer look at some of the daily habits and social conventions that make up the monotony of life. Let's struggle to type your email address into a point of sale for the purposes of an email receipt. <laughs> Grab your knitting needles and a blanket because it's time for three old friends to sit around and sew a new patch into their quilt of friendship. So join me, Dion, under the covers with Christian. Welcome to Patchwork. And Josh. Welcome to Patchwork. Now, before we get started, I just wanted to bring up something that occurred last night. Uh, I was out of the house for a while. I left after dark. I turned the outside porch light on. Oh, who's dark? And <laughs> when I returned home at about 11 o'clock, the outdoor porch light had been turned off. And I specifically told my housemates, I'll see you guys in a couple of hours when I left. <laughs> that is... So your expectation and was? That the outdoor porch light would be left on, knowing there's people who live in that house who are out. That's such a weird expectation. Because I was waiting for you to say, I specifically said I wanted the porch light to remain on. But it's more like I specifically left for two hours and it had the expectation that it would stay so on. So you don't think that if there's someone out of the house, the porch light should be left on at night? Nah. Really? Nah. Christian? Um, I tend to agree with you, Josh, that it's nice to come home with that porch light on. But you have never made it clear (laughs) that you are intending for that to be on when you arrive back at home. And there are so many times where I arrive home, see the light on, and then go, is it now my obligation to check everyone's rooms to see if they're home. Yeah, yeah, I completely get that. I'm I'm right behind that dilemma of you am I the last person home or not? And I think you err on the side of if it's fairly late-ish, I'll turn it off. Can I say that your delivery of I'll be home in a few hours, you you literally <laughs> dribbled it out the side of your mouth as you were closing the door. It was like, oh, I'll see you guys in <laughs> And then you slam the door. So if you are making a very deliberate point, I want this light on, you have to say Hey guys, I'm leaving now. I'm going to be back home in a couple of Completely hours. Completely disagree. Why? Dion. <laughs> Why do you need a light on when you come home? I know that sounds like a weird question. To f- make it easy to put your keys into the door. Yeah. If only we all had torches, which you failed to remember a couple <laughs> of patches <know>. ago, <laughs> that we all have torches in our pockets. Just get your phone out rather than waste two hours of electricity on a 60 watt to 80 watt No, globe. I don't. Un- okay. Explain to me this then, guys. What's the point of the front porch light? Uh, no, 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 no! I'm not disagreeing with you at all that it should be on when you get home. It's okay, very nice. Then why was it turned off? I didn't turn it off. I'm not blaming you. I'm blaming Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> to but, be fair, her bedroom is next to that, so there's probably light spill if she'd gone to bed. But it was only eleven o'clock. I thought nah, it should still be on. There's no way to know when you're gonna get home. No, no one still, ever knows when you're getting home. But still, I think even if it's like he, he is coming home at some point. It should be left on. Yeah, I think what you really need is you need... This is the this is why the sensor light was invented. Ah, uh, yeah, you're right. This is yep. perfect. And sensor lights, I think, are quite underrated and could operate throughout a whole house. Imagine just walking in your house, sensor light comes on, mm. little hallway lights come on. What are, what mm. are threshold are you... How long are you setting the turn off, the default turn oh, off? Great. And how, great. like, what if it's a mouse? I mean, Josh and I, we're going to have our kitchen lights going off all the time. Actually, that's something I learned. You can adjust the sensitivity. Yeah. Sorry, not to spoil your joke, Christian, but <laughs> you can adjust the sensitivity of for, sensor lights. For body mass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so maybe... So, Josh, maybe you could set it at a particular height so it knows to leave it on for five minutes for Josh. Or mm. maybe the sensor light just shits itself when Josh goes out and stays <laughs> on for two hours every but time. But I don't, I don't agree with the argument that I have to specifically say, uh, hey, guys, can you please leave the front porch light until I get home? But the Why? conversation's never been Because I said I'm coming home tonight. 
But what else should be done for you to be coming home? The red carpet but laid, no, a, laid out? Leave, leave the light on. Because oh, there's someone from the house who's going to be home later tonight. But I want them to have an easy way to get home. That's how you've been raised. Yeah. Maybe Georgia hasn't been raised that way to know that, oh, if someone's out, I leave the front light on. I just find it weird. I just find what's the yes. point of the front light? Uh, I think at one, all if you're not going to have it on for people to put their keys the in the door. Point, the, one of the points of the front light is for visitors. If someone's coming over, ordinarily, yeah. especially if they haven't been to your place before, yep. driving down the dark street, and you go, oh, it's the it's normally the one with the light on, right? Yeah. And and a birthday party is normally the one with the balloons out the front. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is one of the pitfalls of having a sensor light on your porch. Do you turn it on when you know someone's coming over? Do you flick the switch and turn it on so it's on for like the hour or whatever until that person arrives? Or do you just allow the light to sense the person? I really, I agree. Mm. When you've got visitors coming over, light that shit up. Yeah. And, and one of the most difficult things is having a letterbox, which is mainly decorated with balloons, <laughs> and having children always appearing on your front doorstep. So I was visiting a friend for lunch a couple of weeks ago and it was kind of in the middle of my day and I had something beforehand that could have finished early, could have finished late and it did finish early. So I was going to arrive to this friend of mine's house for lunch about half an hour early and I myself don't love when people arrive at my home early. Mm. So I thought best practice here, send a message establishing that I'm going to be arriving early and then give the option to my friend of whether he's ready to have me. He didn't respond to that message. So what I ended up doing was I got out of my car and I walked around the neighborhood. Oh. But I was wondering if I had just strolled to his front door half an hour before, rung the doorbell, how would you guys react Ooh. if a friend did that to you, Dion? Half an hour before, that's a long time that's before you meant to it arrive. Is. Was it Was it half an hour in this case? Yes, it was half an hour. Can I just get a quick qualification? Yes. Were you spending time at his place or were you going somewhere else? So we were meeting at his place. I was going to get the tour. Okay. And oh. then we were leaving. I, I think that you did the right <laughs> thing. I think you did the right thing to message ahead. Um, and if you are going to be at... The plate, like at their house, if it's not just a swing by, I think it's okay to at least put it out there. Can mm. I come early? But I feel like half an hour, he's probably still doing some prep yeah. or getting ready in some way. Yeah. I don't think yeah. anyone's ever ready upwards of half an hour before no. a guest. So I, I think that I'm still not ready even 10 minutes before. I basically have everything timed for yeah. the on the hour arrival. But the thing that the advantage of arriving half an hour early if the person agrees to it it means that then your engagement with them yes it gets it gets pushed earlier. Does and it? And it's nothing well I, I would do think you so. finish earlier? I think or I, do there's, or, there's the option. Yeah, but let's <laughs> say that with a ca- any given catch up with a friend and you say on average it's about 2 hours. Does that two hours start still on the hour at the 12? Let's I reckon say- it's an hour and a half, by the way. I've been timing it lately. I reckon it's <laughs> really? an hour and a half. Are yours two hours? Oh, with a good friend. I you can oh, stretch beyond that. Oh, it could be. Yeah, that's true, I guess. <laughs> I think, though, if it, if it slides, if the earlier start, it earlier finish. Earlier finish. Yeah, I don't think you're doing the full time out. But the problem is that I think you've compromised on the quality time because inevitably, yes. if you're all there early, yes. they're mm. still doing something so they're not fully yes. engaged. So, Josh, how do you engage... Me, if I arrive 30 minutes early, let's say 15 minutes early. Yeah. So, a bit and you've early. still got some things to do. 
What am I doing? So I think let's say maybe I have to go shower or something, right? Yep, like yep. I haven't done that. Classic last fifteen yeah. minute activity. You know, you know the problem with the shower is it gets to the point in time where you go. They might be arriving yes, early. Yes. I can't be in the shower 100%. for that. Hundred percent. But don't you just bring your phone into the shower with <laughs> no. you then? I, I message them and go, just jumping in the shower. Ah. Uh, and I say, just yeah. jumping in the shower, be out in Way five. Way better instead of setting up. I now <laughs> set up my phone where the shampoos are. <laughs> um, I think, yeah, I think say that it's the shower thing. Say you arrive yes. and I'm like, hey, I haven't had a shower. I just need to get changed. I'll just leave you. Can I get you a drink? And then I'll leave you in the kitchen. Yeah, leave me in the kitchen. Yeah. And it's up to you to play on your phone. You don't give me an activity. <laughs> no, I don't get the colouring <laughs> book out or a puzzle. <laughs> no, what about for dinner? If you're having him over for dinner or something, get him chopping something. Oh, yeah. yeah, That's a yeah. great idea. That's why I actually think... Get him to work. Or even if it's not part of the meal, just get him chopping anything. Yeah. <laughs> that's why... Uh, get him wood chopping. my meal prep for next week. <laughs> I got to do a bit of a vac as well while you're here. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's why I kind of like people arriving about 30 minutes early rather than 10. Because 10, everything's basically done. You have to find a way for them to kill 10 minutes half an hour probably going to be some chopping but they're part of the preparation mm. for what you'll do with them it mm. also depends on the like what sort of person you are in terms of how clean you keep your surroundings as well so for me like yeah. like neatness doesn't come it doesn't come like uh that at naturally. all <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't come that naturally to me and so that that crucial time before someone arrives is like I mean, it's crucial. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's really, really important. Because I think what I, I've started to realize is you kind of need to work out the things. Let's say the half hour before, you got to work out what things need to be done that half hour. And you kind of mm. need to rearrange it. Because normally, like, the Ooh. last thing is the shower and the change yeah. if you're going to do that. Yes. And that shouldn't be then. But you don't want to look as fresh as possible for the moment they arrive. You do. But I think the, the, if, you're, if, you're, if you've got that stuff earlier... That's that means the mo- probably the, one of the most important things is done. Yes. So then, if it's like a quick tidy up, yes. that can be last minute. Do you know what I've realised as well? As I've gotten older, if I have a shower too close to the event, I'm still red in the face and hot <laughs> from ah, the shower. Great, great point. You know what I was thinking, Josh, and I wonder if you find this from the two of the three of us with hair. Um, <laughs> uh, when you do have a shower in close proximity to someone coming over. What do you do with your hair? And do you use product in your hair? A little bit, yeah. So can you use product in your hair when it when it's wet, well, this particular I've, product? Yeah. It's very challenging. I agree. So I've got a really nice balance where it seems like I can get the hair quite wet, towel dry it, oh. and then immediately put a bit of stuff in no and way. it's fine. I don't know that it is fine, Josh. Oh, here we go. I don't know I that agree. it is. I don't think it is. Is it no hang on? It's Dion's talking like broadly. <laughs> Christian's talking very specifically. <laughs> I'm, very, I'm speaking specifically, not right. specifically about you. But I've seen it happen. Yeah. But I'm speaking specifically about me as a man who had thinning hair. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, I see. That you may not know that parts of your hair have clumped together because of the wet and the product. Oh, okay. So at the front, everything's looking well, good. There's a very specific spot I wish it would clump. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so if that's occurring, if I could maybe move the clump around. That, yeah. But the yeah. issue is it's all wet. So it's basically turned into okay. a, a, a like a clay. I kind of go light on it, um, but yeah. often I will. Sometimes I'll leave it, and even it's like a five minute dry, it gets pretty dry. <laughs> I've noticed, Josh, you never blow dry your hair. I've never heard you ever blow dry your hair. <laughs> yeah, you just don't like it. I don't need to. It dries quick enough. The, yep, the okay. weird thing for me is. That- 
The weird thing for me is that um, I have the problem that if I don't put product in my hair, I look like a young Romanian boy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I look ridiculous with my hair and I think I could be convinced to post this on social media. Is it just all flat? It's all flat? uh, It looks shocking. Can we make sure that we cut out the background and put a Romanian flag? (laughs) That's a great idea. Um, But I look shocking. So it's that point where... If I have to have a shower and want to wash my hair really close to someone coming over, I have to dry it really, really quickly. Yeah. Won't use a blow dryer because product's really hard to use with a, with a, with with sort of hot hair. Um, so what? I don't know. Yeah, hot, hot hair. Yeah, hot hair. Your hair blow doesn't drying. stay hot. No, but it but it takes a while. It takes a while to warm to cool <laughs> to down, cool don't you down. reckon? But don't you just separate the processes? Like I'll do the towel dry, yep. and then I'll go into the room and maybe get dressed or whatever, and then I can come yes, back. Yes. And that's probably a couple minutes. Yes. It's dried a fair bit. My, since then. my hair used to take. T- I feel like my hair takes longer to dry than other hair, and I've got very short hair. I don't, and also, <laughs> really? just I don't have a reference point. For but that I either. think I think it's because your hair is so incredibly thick. It is quite thick. Yes. Thank you. Isn't yeah. that, is, is there a better compliment? Thick, thick hair. As an aging male. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. it's pretty good, It's right? amazing. You yeah. never want to be told. But that's because your hair's incredibly thin, though, isn't it? It's an awful thing to hear. It is, Dion. Thick now reflect on how many times you said that to me. G'day guys, welcome to Melbourne Zoo. Uh, very excited to take you on a special little private tour for you guys, just for the two of you. Um, and essentially, I'll be taking you through some of the exhibits uh, and chatting about some of the animals. So we'll just uh, get started. And the, the first stop here, we've got the cheetahs. Ooh. Now, a little, little fun fact about the cheetahs. Um, did you know that a cheetah's hind legs will dislocate as it runs because they don't have any cartilage in them? Oh. And this is why they can run so fast. Oh, oh. wow! I didn't know that. Um, yeah. Well, I, I knew that the cheetahs were fast. I didn't even know cheetahs were animals. I just thought they were bad people. <laughs> <laughs> they were cat- the bad cats. <laughs> um, one issue that I take with that, mm. um, Mr. Zookeeper. Oh no, no, you can't. He's a zookeeper. You can't take your. Well, I mean, <laughs> wouldn't they have terrible arthritis? Oh, they do. Oh, they do. So all cheetahs. Yeah, that's why sales of arthritic cream in Africa <laughs> through the roof. Absolutely through the roof. Savannah-specific sales. Yeah, but yeah. I thought it was tiger bum. Can you get... Ch- <laughs> <laughs> oh, they do keep those joints very warm as well with oh, the tiger bum. So, yeah. so the cheetahs use the tiger bum, though? Mm, yeah. Oh, do the tigers use the cheetah bum? <laughs> Cross-species. Yeah, they do. I, I think we'll move on to the next exhibit, sure, though, sure, I think. Okay. Um, here we have the, the seagulls. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to see the um, roof's closed today. <laughs> Um, now, I don't know if you, you guys know this, but um, the webbing between a seagull's toes is highly elasticated and was traditionally used by fishermen as a watertight membrane to keep things dry. Oh. Yeah. I mean, a watertight membrane to keep things dry. What sort of things did fishermen try to keep dry with Mainly that? bottles. Bottles? <laughs> so, as in a replacement for a bottle cap? Yeah. The, in, the, in, the contents of a bottle, oh. messages, oh. rum, <laughs> oh. salt water... <laughs> Got to keep it contained in the little, bottle. Little boats. <laughs> yeah, little boat, miniature boats. So big. Just by extension, are you saying that fishermen also fished for seagulls back in the day? Um, no, they, they used the fish from the hooks in the water to attract the seagulls to the boat. Oh. And then they would have a large net that was hanging from the... They're all sailboats, so from the sails. Mm. And then they would pull a crank, the net would drop, seagull caught, cut off webbing. Out of interest, what were the sails made from? 
Um, the sails, they're often made from whale skin. Oh. Whale skin. Yeah. I thought that, I thought it was going to be all net. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but. Nothing but net. <laughs> and I think we'll just move on to the third exhibit. Um, here we have this beautiful pond. You can see the ducks. And oh. you know, the fascinating thing about ducks... This now, is a shocking zoo, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> we had some budget cuts. It's yeah. very tough. To be honest, we put a, we just took down more fences than we put up. Honestly, I think you should invest in segregating the cheetahs and the seagulls <laughs> and ducks. I can't wait to see the big rocks as well in this zoo as well. <laughs> oh, that exhibit's great. We'll do some feeding time with seagulls later. We all get a packet of chips. It's great. Um, now, the ducks. I don't know if you know this. Because of the shape of its head... The only noise a duck can make is the same, the exact same quack sound. Each duck is unique, but they cannot modulate the sound. They can only change the number of quacks, which is how they communicate. Oh, so are you saying that a duck mm-hmm. with the same quack mm-hmm. to communicate needs to quack through numerous quacks? Yes, that's how they communicate. So, so, so a long sentence for a duck mm-hmm. may be... Many, many quacks. Could we, <laughs> yeah. could we get one of the duck? Are you able to get one of the ducks to do one of those I, long I sentences? I, it's not that kind of zoo. I'm oh. sorry, we don't we don't pressure the animals to do anything they don't want to do. Are you sure? It could be quite funny. <laughs> <laughs> but I think to add to your question, Christian, um, yes. Yeah, so not the ducks. There's very simple communication, right? Okay. It's like worm over here, mm. predator over here. I want to have sex. <laughs> What's uh, that got to do with anything? No, just, just, um, just last question. Um, what is the what's the webbing? What, what do you do with the webbing of the ducks? What's um, done with the webbing? It's very different to a seagull oh. webbing. Let me tell you that. Uh, it is it is very porous. It is useless to keep things dry. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. I always heard that with ducks, that what you see above the surface is only a couple of percent of the entire being itself. No, I think much like the- an iceberg. <laughs> No, I think it was like duck dead ahead. <laughs> uh, so Dion, Josh, and I, uh, many, many, many weeks ago. In fact, months, months, months ago, it was originally going to be debuted at one of our live shows at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival, but it was cut because. We actually ran along with one of our other talking points. Oh, yeah. So, this is good stuff. (laughs) (laughs) But basically, we were asking each other the question of, if we were to set up a frontier town, Mm. if we were to go back into the Wild West and be part of the setup of one of these kind of rural towns. A new settlement. Yeah. New settlement. and, And there's not many people, so lots of jobs available. But just the basics. It's just the essentials. Just the essential jobs. What job... Are you selecting to work in? So we're talking like mm. butchers, bakers, the bank. Candlestick makers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I think for me, I would like to be the post, to work in the post office. Yeah, that's right. The mail, yeah. the mail is huge, right? Back in those days. Why is the mail so big? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the handwriting was very big back in the day. It's all the meat to the butchers as well. <laughs> so the horses. I- <laughs> I think because you'd have a really good understanding because you could read some of the mail as well, but you have a bit of understanding what's going on in the town. Oh, Mrs. Jones seems to be getting a lot of mail. Wait, Interesting. What? what are you doing? What are you doing reading the mail? No one knows this, Theod. <laughs> Don't blow it. <laughs> so you're saying that there's no envelopes because um, they're in the front of the town. Nah, they're Look, I, I'm oh. just saying, I think I like the idea of the mail. It's an essential service. And as well, I think one of the biggest things, who dislikes the mailman? Who is who in my frontier town is like, I can't stand the mailman. He keeps screwing up because, my mail. Because classically, we all know, you don't shoot the messenger. Yeah. 
You never shoot the messenger. Exactly. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah, the the mailman is is simply just delivering the mail. But, but a lot of people don't like. I don't know. I'd be a bit concerned about it because if the mailman has to deliver um, parcels and they're just not notifying the person when they get home that there's a parcel I, there, a lot of people would hate the mailman. No, no. I think my distinction. Sorry, it's it's at the post office. Yeah, so all the mail okay. comes to me. Okay, okay. And I work in the store. So I'm like, oh, yes, I've got one for you. Here okay, it is. Okay. Oh, of hey, course. Hey, hey Josh. Yeah, hey, Josh, anything for So me what you're week? saying is I'm being too literal and applying this to modern standards. <laughs> yes, okay, yeah, no, right. that makes sense. Okay, well, exactly. let's get back to it. Because I'm imagining a giant, like, pigeonhole kind of system yes. that I've set up, that I've had arranged how I want. Okay, so it's about the structures in place. Oh, that you would be like, great. Yeah. And the fact that you don't really have to interact with people mm. un- unless it's under your rules. They come into the shop and they they have to you're like the soup Nazi. No, no, it's more it's more to do with the attitude of people in the town towards the post office and yes. that service, right? Because you hold oh. the information. Yeah, and everyone's like everyone's like, Great, I, I get my mail from that guy, he's always happy, he's having a good time, I'm not gonna kill him. Is it respect? <laughs> Does it come down to respect? Nah, it's got nothing to do with respect. You don't want respect. Nah, That's don't need great. respect. Is it about power? No, no, it's to do. If I'm in a frontier town that could be quite dangerous and be blamed for things, oh, I don't want to get near that. That's, so that's right. So I think one of the underlying okay. themes throughout a frontier town is the looming presence of danger and death. And that's why I don't want to work in the bank. But Josh, yeah. in a frontier town, how much mail is being sent? Really? Yeah. Um, and is it coming more to the frontier town or from the frontier town? Well, that's the thing. I'd have to be like, oh, where do you want to send this? To New. Gonkashire? Cool. So, are you responsible <laughs> for taking the town's mail and organising for the delivery? On the Pony Express? Yeah. Yeah, I saddle up the Pony Express and Ooh, give it yes. a slap on the butt. <laughs> Off you go. <laughs> and then I hit the horse as well. Dion, I don't know whether you've had a chance to think about it. I have, but Christian. To give, you, to give you some ideas of, of professions, there, there, there's things like a, a card sharp. <laughs> a what? A what? A card sharp. Someone who cheats at gambling. Shark. <laughs> sharp. Shark. Isn't it a card sharp? Great. It's definitely a card sharp. Great. Let's, let's, let's Are you put, sure? Putting the frontier town oh, aside. Are card, you sure? A card sharp? Yeah. Nah. Are you sure? Yeah. Uh, if, this is, if I'm wrong on this. This Hang is on. great. Oh. I haven't seen Jaws before, but Christian's interpretation of we'll it is check just... it. We'll check it and come back at the end of the episode. Surely. But definitely card sharp. Shark. Uh, can I sh- just say that in because of modern technology, while you were saying <laughs> that, I was able to Google it. And quite rightly, it's card sharp. What? It actually is. Are you serious? Yeah. A card sharp is a person who uses skill and or deception to win at poker and other games. Sharp and shark spellings have varied over time and Uh, by region. I've never heard card sharp, but I stand corrected. Isn't that weird how that evolved? Someone went card sharp. What was that? Yeah, it was Josh who was going, (laughs) can't be card sharp. Was this was Wikipedia? Also, also, no, Wikipedia. I think it was literally just updated at that time. <laughs> but also, how could they at a frontier town have known what a shark is? Great point. Great point. Thank you, um, Dion. <laughs> what do you think you'd work as? I think that a little known. I, I don't reckon you guys would have thought of this, but I reckon in a, in a frontier town, someone with ceremonial duties. Oh, someone oh. The, re- the reverend or something. A religious. Well, I was thinking more of a rabbi, Ooh. but you can go. With, you can go with the <laughs> highly respected. Highly respected. Good beard. Yes. As well, you need yes. that in a frontier town. Yeah. But also, just those ceremonial duties, welcoming people, telling people, you know, getting people out you of the town. You have to be involved in everything. I have to. Chris- have to. Christening, have to. christening <laughs> the new church. Y- yeah. And the or new town hall. Christian everything. Or synagogue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But also, Christening no- new stables. Can I just say, <laughs> no one is choosing to duel. 
the ceremonial master, the the priest. Yeah, that's true. No, no, no one's no one's saying a, meet a, me at high noon. They're a respected man or woman yeah. in the community. Yep. Then again, if I don't get my mail, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that I would work as a saloon pianist. Great, oh. because I like the idea of keeping the vibe going of the town. I got a little problem for you though, Christian. Go on. Great. AI is going to take over <laughs> in about eighteen sixty. Yeah, those automated ones. I you're know. out of a job. I am out of a job, <laughs> and I have thought about that. Um, I'm working in a frontier town before that's come Great. about. Okay, could I just just as a little uh thought piece? So you're clanging away on yep. the tinkling the ivories. Yep. And then suddenly... And then he goes and plays the piano, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, the saloon doors burst open. And then someone drops a glass and someone smashes into a big... Do you keep playing or are you stopping? (laughs) That's right. That's right. But do you know what's never happening? That guy is never shooting the pianist, (laughs) but he might say, keep playing. So I think I'm 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 gonna keep playing. I love how clearly all three of us have chosen the least. Like, are we not gonna die? Let me do that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can I just ask Christian? But at that job, uh, what what hours are you typically working? As a, like, do you need do you need yeah, to? Yeah, they're rough to... hours. <laughs> they are rough hours. But I think that I'm. I, I always think the saloon is going to be intricately linked with the bordello. So mm, yes, and surely some of the bordello ladies are, are, are leaning against the staircase, listening to the piano, yep. telling me their woes. I think it's a nice, yeah, I agree with you. But what if someone doesn't like what you're playing? I, I take requests. <laughs> DJ, are you going to request anyone? But I think that's, yeah, it's a, you're an entertainer at that point, right? Yeah. But I do wonder, are you the only one in town or is there two shifts? No, no, no. I, I only, I'm the only one who owns the piano. Oh, it's your piano. It's oh. my piano. Are okay. you self-taught or is this some, or someone in another town? I picked that- it up from a traveling salesman. <laughs> The piano Yeah Which I coincidentally thought Would be an appropriate job For you there <laughs> A travelling salesman Someone Actually, who's bringing Into the town Different gadgets Snake oil different, <laughs> No but different gadgets Selling And also like Update Like upgrades the troughs <laughs> And everyone's like Fuck The trough system's Way better now In an instant I cannot believe How much I feel Like Christian knows me <laughs> It's perfect. I'll take the job. But I love the idea that Dion's like living in the big cities and then comes out to our frontier town and goes, I don't know if you guys have seen how they do things in this place. Guys, let me take a minute. It's called Cinnamon. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. I love it. And Josh, can I tell you what I thought for you? Mm -hmm. A gunslinger or a train robber? Oh, And let me me explain why. Because you would be able to steal from Dion's train carriages (laughs) as he travels. But also... Um, I thought that it would be an activity that allowed you to wear a wide-brimmed hat and a and a buff, which yeah, I think sure. you'd enjoy. Oh. Yeah, to, to to hide my identity, a big and, a big scar. But also, it's a job that lets you control the hours that you work. Yeah, job job's a weird word for yeah. that, isn't it? <laughs> well, yeah, you stockpile a bit of cash, then but you go on holiday. You know what I'd be? I'd be the one who gets onto the train <laughs> car and is like, "Okay, guys." I don't want to hurt yes, anyone. Absolutely. Just put the jewelry in the bag and you can go about your day. Yeah. Don't be a hero. Yeah. But I would never shoot anyone. Or, or I'd, I I'd, think you know what? There's no bullets in the gun ever for me. Yeah. Oh, that's I think, nice. I think yeah. that, I think that no one hears you come. It's the the train carriage is <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's that's something very different, isn't it? <laughs> that's back at the Portello. <laughs> <laughs> so let's uh, let's put a hypothetical out there. If we struck gold as a town, <laughs> yep. what do you see your role being there? You always strike gold, don't <laughs> you? Yeah, you certainly do, don't you? Um, oh, what would my role be? I mean, oh, I'd I... probably find it first, I imagine. <laughs> 
Do you think you're panhandling for well, the gold? Yeah, because I'm there trying to sell stuff, and then I'd I'd be I'd be like, hey, I found this gold in another town. But you also <laughs> have you to convince people that gold is valuable. Yeah, that's that it's true. in them thar hills. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I think I'm working on some sort of um, water channeling system that helps filter the gold. I don't know. Yeah, I do like helps pan it. So like you know, you build a little wooden channel. There's like a, a wheel thing that why, turns. Why do you think you'd be good at that? I don't think I'd be good at it. I just feel like that that feels like a nice place well, for me to exist. Yeah. Well, you wouldn't have a job for long if you weren't good at <laughs> yeah, it. <that's> right. <laughs> I, I think I would like to set up a small kind of event, like a, a little merchant stand selling like bread next to where the gold is okay. being foraged for. And so oh. is is the gold strike, is it everyone, is it every man for himself in the area? Or is it like, this is my plot of land. I've hired some people to mine for me. That's interesting. Maybe we could be like a little bit of a socialist enterprise where we all... Like, social Socialist enterprise or social enterprise? No, no, no. <laughs> socialist, socialist enterprise. Socialist, socialist enterprise oh. where we all get the gold and then collect it in the middle of the town. Maybe it's a little bit more communist than anything else. <laughs> but all the gold is collected together and then the travelling salesman or the ceremonial man yeah. decides what we do with the gold. We invest it into a sovereign fund. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> worth trillions. <laughs> I would, and then our Friday town is sorted. I was what another what another nice role would be in the whole gold finding would be the jeweler or the weigher that's like, hey, ah. this is this much gold, it's worth this much money. Is that Ooh. does that happen at the bank? Can I say interesting little tidbit about weighing ingredients? So I don't know whether this is true, but you know, ultimately how people's last names are born of the professions that they used to be a part of. Yes. Historically, well, Pisasali, which is my last name, if you very literally translate that into Italian, it's ways salt. Do you know what else? Do you know what's great? In Jewish culture, um, a lot of um, uh, Jewish people back in the day were jewelers, and that's where gold and like Goldberg and, and so. Oh no, shit. oh no way! So Christian, it sounds like we're a, we'd be a very very good team. Okay, you know what? I don't understand. <laughs> I don't get why. The salt gets its own wire. <laughs> Surely diversify more than just salt, right? I mean, there's a lot of salt that needs to be weighed, Josh. There's a lot of salt. I mean, you wouldn't understand it because you didn't even know the taste of salt. Do you? <laughs> so- <laughs> really, really good. You know what's really, really good? Really, really good. You know what's really, really good? Every now and again with Really Good, we like to mix it up a little bit. And thanks to one of our listeners who got in touch on Instagram. So make sure you get in touch, guys. You can always reach out to us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks to Talis, he requested an old favourite of ours, Surreally Good. So you know what's surreally good? When the cat you're driving cleans up its own oil spill. <laughs> oh, really good. Really good. You know what's surreally good? When you copy and paste the final slice of pizza so you don't need to split it. Surreally <laughs> good. Surreally good. 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 And you know what's surreally good? Popping the bonnet of your car and seeing a pair of chickens frying up the eggs they've laid on top of your car's engine. <laughs> oh, so really good. good. 
Thank you for listening to Welcome to Patchwork for another week. What a glorious half hour it's been. Probably my favourite half hour of the week, aside from having a very, very long bath. Um, <laughs> j- just, a, just a reminder um, that the uh, Melbourne Podcast Festival show that we were uh, going to um, perform live at in August has been shifted to the 18th of September. It's bloody lovely because it's a Saturday night. Whoa. And you know what Josh loves to do on a Saturday night? Stay out late. Stay out late. Stay so the show late. is starting at 2am. <laughs> Show starts at 5.30. Um, get your tickets. Links are in our bios for all our social media. Um, but yeah, we'd love to see you there. Our live shows are so much fun. If you're a fan of the podcast, you will love our show if you're listening in Melbourne. If you're using an Apple device, even if you're not, buy one so you can <laughs> rate our podcast. Go to Apple Podcasts. It helps heaps to have you guys jump on there, review the show, give it a nice rating because it bumps us up in the algorithm and new people find us and that's all we want. So even if you tell a friend, please just spread the word of Patchwork. And as we do every week, we sew a new patch into our quilt of friendship. Josh, what patch did you sew into our quilt this week? Thank you, Dion. My patch this week is you arriving in our frontier town trying to sell your new fangled gizmo, a motion-activated oil lamp. <laughs> Christian, what patch did you sew this week? Thank you, Josh. This week I sewed into my patch you guiding Dion and I through to the card shark exhibit at Melbourne Zoo. (laughs) (laughs) And Dion, what did you sew into your patch this week? My patch this week is out of luck and out of a job Christian looking uneasy in front of the elephant enclosure at the zoo, sheepishly returning to zookeeper Josh all of the ivory keys from his saloon piano. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening to Welcome to Patchwork for another week. I've been Dion. I've been Josh. And I've been Christian. Goodbye. 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 But I think to add to your Christian question, Jack- uh, oh! <laughs> <laughs>